Hello, my name is Zachariah with Old Man Gaming, and uh, yeah, you're listening to Horrible Gaming Podcast. This is technically the section in which the cold open would be, but uh, let's face it, uh, I'm going to kind of be honest with you, we're in a weird situation this week. Um, My partner kind of deserted me towards the last minute, he had something going on, Um, so yeah, I couldn't really find anybody, so... Doing it myself here, so I want to just get this out in the open. We're probably going to have a pretty short show since it's going to be me talking into the void and ether, and I have never, ever, ever done a podcast by myself, so please bear with me on this one. Hopefully you guys enjoy it. Uh, Still going to read out your stuff, Uh, still going to go over uh, the odds and ends, Uh, just kind of give you guys some notes and some whatever, and I'm also going to tell you about a very fun prank that I pulled on my partner, Neil, a.k.a. a tiny wizard, which I wasn't even going to talk about on this show, but since he decided to not be here today, this is his punishment. Time to get your fix. It's a horrible gaming podcast. It's not good, it's not great. Horrible gaming podcast. It's not even what you would call fair. It's really not that good. Horrible Gaming Podcast. All right. So before we get into anything, we got to go into the credits. Uh, I've already said my name. Uh, and you have decided for whatever reason to tune into a Horrible Game Podcast. I appreciate you watching. But before we get into it i gotta give i gotta thank the people who make it possible number one if you're watching this on youtube behind the fancy timestamps you're gonna see fancy graphics some of those rip by the from the internet like the dirty thief i am others are provided to us by mr mark bell he does all of our custom thumbnails here and we thank him for that then of course the theme song for this show and all of the shows here at omg are provided by the man who makes the music my brother nick van siders we thank him for that horrible gaming podcast all right so that brings us to fan interaction that's where well me the co-host talks to you the fans you the fan actually in this case i read out all your comments on all the places i can find them uh riff on them respond all that fun stuff now listen we only got one comment this last week not upset about that you guys are busy you're you're busy men and women. That's how it works. Uh, I understand, if nothing else. Uh, but we're going to read that comment, and it is our old friend William Houghton. Hi! Exclamation point, as always. Thanks for your well wishes. I'm quite better now. It's all behind me. Yay. I agree with Zach. You won't change the world working on smaller things. Closer to you is sound advice. Wordle, the great game that will be destroyed by greed. Yes. Uh, there is no way Nintendo doesn't have a name for Breath of the Wild 2. I'm sure it's related to spoilers related to the name. He, <laughs> he always backs me on my hashtags. Hashtag Boycott Rockstar. Yes, hashtag Boycott Rockstar. Then he says, Chinatown Wars was the best GTA game anyway. Hot take, probably. Thanks for the show. Audio was great, by the way. Smiley face. Thank you. I did feel like I got the audio right, finally. Yay for me. Uh, huzzah, wonderful. Uh, you can hear old Cranky the Chair again, too, and uh, he was missed. 
Um, so, William, let's talk about some of the stuff you said uh, since we've got time. Um, first of all, uh, yeah, I, I kind of went off on a tangent about uh, the politics and whatnot last week. I mean, you guys know me well enough to know that uh, I tend to just go where it takes me, and sometimes it's a bad place, and sometimes it's a good place. But I, I thank you for your agreement, William. I think everybody out there would be a little bit happier if they just calmed down about stuff. Um, as far as Wordle, the great game will be destroyed by greed. It is a great game. And let me just go ahead and share this since I have time. Uh, it's already kind of being destroyed by greed because they already switched over to NY Times. It's uh, If you notice the address at the top when you go to it, now says New York Times instead of the original address that it was. I can't remember what it was, but the original address. Um, and right off the bat, I lost one of my guesses. I had I had a streak of 17 and 0, and then when I when it switched over to New York Times, it was back to 16 and 0. Um, my wife actually gained an extra guess. It was weird. They actually bumped her number up by one somehow, and then she guessed and got a free number out of it. Uh, she actually started. I think she started a day after I started. Uh, and she is now one number ahead of me somehow. So there you go, Will. It's already happening. Poor Wordle. I will say and it's hard to be really upset. Like It is going to be destroyed by greed, but I love the fact that just one developer made a really cool game and he got a million dollars out of it. I think that's that's awesome, and I, I'm, I'm happy for him. I am not happy for the fact that Wordle is owned by the New York Times or anybody, really. Uh, there's no way Nintendo on the Breath of the Wild 2 thing. That's a really good theory. Um, Neil is of that same mind, uh, as far as the Breath of the Wild 2, uh, sequel. Um, probably, I, I think you guys are right. Uh, there is part of me that thinks that, like, they're just flying by the seat of their pants, but, uh, but Nintendo is a very, like, a very together company with their timing, how they release things, and how they disseminate information. When you... I mean, don't get me wrong, I don't like Nintendo. There's plenty of things that I've complained about and any longtime listener knows that I have that problem. But one thing they do correctly, for the most part, is disseminate that information to people. They're very good about trailers, very good about that kind of stuff. They're very good about not lying to people on the front of, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, and they're very good at releasing exactly what they want people to see when they want them to see it. So I think we're going to know what the name of that game is right before it comes out to generate hype. And I think you're right. I think the name is going to somehow spoiler it or make it tie into something. Uh, so when they say Breath of the Wild 2, like the Skyward Sword or some craziness like that, you're going to be like, oh my god, it's actually kind of a remake or it's actually the version of this or whatever. So... I think you're right about that. I think they're very, very deliberately not telling us what it is. The fact that we don't have one, though, is still a little ridiculous that it's coming out this year and we don't have one. Hashtag Boycott Rockstar. That is right. Hashtag Boycott Rockstar. Until they do give us something for Red Dead Online, I'm not playing any more Rockstar games. I'm just not. That company is just a shitty company to, to its people. And... While I can rant about it, since I'm alone and I can just say whatever the hell I want, Rockstar has, like, the, they're leaving money on the table with Red Dead Online. And I know everybody, their first response is, oh, 
it's all about the money. It's all about GTA makes more money, so that's why it gets all the uh, the upgrades. But let's face it, Rockstar, I mean Red Dead has its fans have enough fans to get Save Red Dead Online trending for what four weeks now. So you've got that trending thing. You think those people aren't playing the game? They are. They definitely are. Or at least they will if they heard about an update. You know, you have a loyal fan base to that game because that game is a solid quality game. And honestly, guys, I want to say it again. The griefing in Red Dead Online, way less than GTA V. And it's not because of the popularity. It's because of some technical things that Red Dead Online have done specifically to cut down on griefing. So, like... Yes. I mean, does Red Dead Online have as many people as GTA V? No. Definitely not. <laughs> Is it still making money? Yes. They actually reported in one of their recent earning calls that Red Dead Online is one of their top earners thanks to sales uh, during the holiday season. Uh, how is one of your top earners going completely and totally unnoticed and ignored? It's, it's kind of wrong, and that's why I boycott Rockstar. And I'm glad you're on board with me, Willem. I really appreciate it. I got to come clean with you, though. Chinatown Wars, I never played it. I'd love to agree or disagree with your hot take, but I never got to play GTA Chinatown Wars. I actually never had one of the few systems I never owned or played was Nintendo DS, Nintendo Advanced, the Game Boy systems, was largely unaware of. I had an original Game Boy, which I played the shit out of Pokemon Yellow on, but other than that, I really didn't have a lot of Game Boy systems. Uh, I just kind of missed that console. Um, but yeah, so I would love to play that at some point, but it's just, it's passed me by at this point. And then, of course, thank you for listening to the show, William. I hope you stick with this one, even though it's just me, and I, I hope I can make this entertaining for people listening, just because it's... This is just me, just hung out to dry, by myself, alone. Uh, yeah. All right, so let's, uh, let's go ahead and move on, since that's fan traction. I don't think we had anything in Discord or, or uh, uh, anything else of note to speak of. Uh, but yeah, I would love to hear from you guys. Uh, you can always content below. We're always going to read it out. We're always going to talk about those contents on the air, if we can, even use them for a talk down, uh, if the mood should strike us. So I'll be right back with our talking point. Horrible Gaming Podcast. All right, so that brings us to our talking point for this, uh, this thing. I guess it's not really a talking point because I'm just alone. Uh, I just figured I would uh, do stuff like just let you guys know of things, list things, maybe give a hot take here and there. Uh, but I wanted to let you guys know everything that was... We're going to talk about the Nintendo Direct that came out in February. We're going to talk about how I pranked Neil about this Nintendo Direct in February. Here's what I did. Here's what I did. Day before the Nintendo Direct came out, I told Neil, who does not use Twitter at all, uh, that on Twitter, Nintendo had said, expect Metroid news. That, that planted the seed. Uh, then... I kind of did a back and forth thinking uh, maybe it's going to be something like Metroid Prime, maybe the Metroid Prime collection. Started to get, started to plant those seeds. He was like, ah, maybe, maybe it's just DLC for Dread. Then the next day, I knew he was going to be working during the Dread. <laughs> so what I did was I told him that there was a surprise release of Metroid Prime 4 on March 20th. It was coming out of nowhere. March 20th, they were going to release Metroid Prime 4. Not the collection. Prime 4, the game that's been in development in hell for years. 
Um, and I was like, I'm sorry to spoil it for you. I just could not tell somebody. He came back and said, I love you for telling me. Uh, I love you for telling me, but I hate you for telling me. So he didn't check it at all. And even though the release date falls on a Sunday, in which no game has ever been released on a Sunday in the history of games, uh, he believed me. Uh, to the point where he came home, he forced his wife to watch the entire Nintendo Direct before he had to record with me that night. And from what I heard from his wife, he was clapping when he heard Metroid, when he heard the end one more thing from the Nintendo Direct, which was most certainly not Metroid Prime 4. Uh, I've never seen Neil that angry. He cussed me out immediately, very loudly and angrily. Um, and yeah, I wasn't going to tell you guys about this, but he deserted me for the show. And Neil, you know you deserted me for the show, so this is your payment. Everybody knows your shame of getting immediately blitzed by this prank. Uh, without doing, I cannot believe he did not double check anything I said. Just do a cursory search about Nintendo's Twitter, or just maybe check up on the date of March 20th. Uh, but yeah, yeah, so, so that happened, and that was a lot of fun. Getting off embarrassing my co-host, though, uh, everything that was released, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go through, I wanna talk about kind of the big stuff, uh, in my opinion, uh, the Advanced Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp. Uh, this is the reboot of the uh, the Advanced Wars, the kind of the remastered collection. It got delayed. Now they have given you an actual release date. That will be 8th of April. I was surprised to see this delayed in the first place because Nintendo rarely delays things. Uh, but yeah, uh, they've given us a release date. I'm pretty sure this one will come out for this one. Uh, I, if you guys liked Advanced Wars, you were fans, and you've been looking for it to come to Switch, this is your chance. Uh, this next one is kind of a crazy one. Uh, I'm, I, I don't understand how they're going to do this. Uh, they didn't really say specifically uh, anything about the streaming service. I know uh, Switch has brought a couple of big titles to the Switch, but they've done it with uh, kind of a cloud streaming Google Stadia type thing, and it hasn't, it's been very lukewarm as to whether it's worked or not, uh, but they're bringing No Man's Sky to Nintendo Switch, um, that's insane to me, I don't know how they're doing that, I don't know how they're going to make that work, that technology work on the Nintendo Switch, but if they can make it work, this is huge for Nintendo, and No Man's Sky is just one of those games that I know it started off bad, it is an amazing fun game and this would be really fun to play on the switch to play portable in this in this fashion i was really happy to see it of course i am very worried that it is going to be some sort of streaming technology as to the way they're doing it which will make it the performance not as good i want to say this though some of the games that they've brought uh where they've had problems with it it's been because of lag because of like glitches like that the games that they brought in this manner this streaming manner were control and hitman 3 um with no man's sky the lag wouldn't really affect you that much there isn't a lot of heavy combat in the game it's much more about exploration and discovery so i think you could get away with a little bit of lag uh and a little bit of frame rate dippage here and there and it still be a very exciting and interesting prospect i mean i definitely wait after it comes out to see if they pull it off but very exciting time to play be a switch user if you can play no man's sky on it the next one I think is really cool. I'm very excited about this. 
Uh, I loved this game back on the Wii. I'm glad it came back, and that is Mario Strikers Battle League. Uh, so excited for this game to come out. This this just looks so cool. It's the soccer three-on-three, uh, kind of like Shaolin soccer-style Mario game. And, God, that game was so much fun on the Wii. I want to say what I want them to do. I hope they really get in depth. I hope there's real league play. I hope you can really get some ranked matches going on. And I'd really like it if it wasn't just like pick a team and you're done. I really hope that you can like customize your team and they get a little bit more in depth with it. I think one thing about these arcadey sports games that they kind of miss out on is some of the more complex franchise modes that other sports games have. I'd love to see it in this. But either way, it is going to be a real fun game. Very excited for it. The only thing that sucks is these Mario sports games, they're always full-price $50 things, and they don't always live up to their hype. I, I don't regret my purchase of Mario Golf. It was really good. There's a lot of replayability there, but the Mario Tennis game doesn't have any. It's a fun game if you're playing it with somebody else, but other than that, there's really not a lot to do with that game. So hopefully Mario Strikers has a little bit more to it. They announced some stuff for uh, Splatoon 3. I'm not a Splatoon guy, so I'm going to kind of skip over this. Don't hate me. Uh, they did a first, a Front Mission first remake, and then they're also remaking Front Mission the second. I know it's a mecha game. I, I never played Front Mission. I don't think I did. Uh, I definitely recognize the name, but I don't know what this is. Uh, so, yeah, so I can't really speak on this. Um, so... That's all I got. I'm just going to let you know about it and move on. Speedstorm is coming out. That is going to be a Disney-style Mario Kart racer, which is kind of surprising because you already have Mario Kart on Nintendo, so I'm kind of surprised that Disney put forth a kart racer on Nintendo as well, and Nintendo actually featured it on their Direct. I think that's kind of strange that they would feature competition, but whatever. Uh, and you get, like, Mickey, you get superheroes, you get Shrek, you get all sorts of different, like, characters in it. Uh, so, yeah, so there you go. Uh, then they've got Force Unleashed. Uh, they remake, they're putting it on the Switch. Uh, it's, I think actually it's more like a port. That's pretty interesting to me. That's a good Star Wars game, although I don't think it's canon anymore. Um, Phil Billy 330 would know better than me. Uh, they've got the Assassin's Creed Enzio collection coming to Switch, which is another big one. Um, those are a great series of games. It's definitely going to bring some more, uh, adult audience in. Uh, then we've got SD Gundam. Battle Alliance. Now, SD Gundam is the super deformed Gundam. They're kind of like chibi Gundam. And I don't actually know anything about this game, but it's a mecha game. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what's going into it. I So, yeah. Uh, another big one, Chrono Cross, the Radical Dreamers edition. So they've remade Chrono Cross. They're bringing that to the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> My brother played this game and beat this game. Uh, I, I never really got into it. Uh, I was never really a, JAP, a JRPG person. But, uh, but yeah, looks kind of interesting. Uh, Kirby the Forgotten Land, mouthful mode reveal. Uh, it's something about him turning into a car. I didn't actually get to watch this trailer. Uh, but yeah, it, it looks interesting. I'm kind of excited for Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Uh, I know it just looks like Kirby Odyssey, but I like Kirby. I'm a Kirby fan over Marvi Mario. Uh, my kid loves Kirby games too, so this is one I might pick up uh, just to play around with her. Uh, they're getting a baseball game, the show, and MLB The Show 22, because that is no longer an exclusive PlayStation thing. 
Um, then what else we got? We got uh, the Kingdom Hearts Cloud Collection arrives on Switch in February. Uh, Klonoa Fantasy Reverie Series. That's the uh, that's an old platformer, I think. Uh, two classic platformers to Switch in July. Uh, then we got Portal Companion Collection. So that's a big one. That's a classic series coming to it. Uh, Live a Live. It was an SNES JRPG. Uh, never came to America. It, they're now bringing it to the America 30 years later, which is kind of crazy to me. I've never really heard about this, but that's interesting if you're a JRPG fan. Uh, Nintendo Switch Sports. So they're bringing back basically the Wii Sports, but they're putting it into Nintendo Switch. Really good call. I mean, let's face it. Wii was Wii Sports. Like, that's why you bought that system. That's why grandmas bought that system. Uh, I'm kind of surprised this wasn't around before now. Uh, so so smart move on their play. Uh, we got the, the, the Rhythm Festival weird drummer thing. Triangle Strategy got a release date of June 30th. Uh, Cuphead... Delicious Last Course, uh, next year on the 30th. Uh, Metroid Dread Free Update. Um, we also had the Earthbound and Earthbound Beginnings hits the Nintendo Switch online stores. Uh, that's a classic. Uh, Getsu Fumadin. I don't know what this game is, but that's also coming out. Uh, oh, and this one is one I really wanted to talk about with you guys, and I want to talk about this with Neil. We'll probably bring it up next week when he's back, uh, but Lego Brawls. So we've been talking about a lot that like every one of the Smash Brothers uh, competitors is kind of falling flat or looks like it's going to fall flat. The Lego Brawls actually looks like it has a chance, in my opinion. Uh, the reasoning behind it is you actually can customize your characters completely. They bring that Lego creativity to it, uh, as well as it almost looks like you can build like like weapons in the moment. And uh, I think that's a really cool, interesting new take on the Smash Brothers thing. And I think that's what will make it interesting uh, and fun to play. So I'm hoping it's a good competitor. I think Smash Brothers should have a new competitor. Uh, next game I think is pretty cool is Two Point Campus. Uh, there's Two Point Hospital was this kind of comedy hospital building game that was awesome. Uh, I actually reviewed it for our channel. You can go back and check it out. Uh, and now Two Point Campus is same thing, but it's for uh, colleges. It also looks like a lot of fun. I think it's a, it's going to be a great sim building comedy kind of game. Uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe DLC. This is kind of crazy. Uh, they are going to be bringing, I think it's something like 20 new tracks to Mario Kart Deluxe 8, uh, as long as you buy the DLC. Uh, and that's just that's just crazy. It's, they're just doubling down on the older game, not giving a 9, but, but just making 8 almost have 9 in it. I think that's really interesting. I think it's a smart play, too. I think games can use kind of a longer tail end. Then, of course, they announced Xenoblade Chronicles 3. And that clears up the Nintendo Direct. So, you know, you guys, let us know what you guys thought about the Nintendo Direct. Uh, any comments that I've said, anything that I said about it, I'd love to hear from you guys. Um, again, sorry, it's just kind of me reading out facts and stuff on the internet. Uh, but, you know, I'm doing the best I can, everybody. Hang on, hang with me. So we're going to go to odds and ends. This is definitely going to be a short show. Short show. Uh, I'm going to go to odds and ends. I'll be right back. 
Horrible Gaming Podcast. All right, so that brings us to odds and ends. This, uh, in this segment, our final segment, we just collect smaller news stories, uh, stuff we want you to know about, stuff we want to riff about or say something about, but they don't necessarily deserve a full talking point. Uh, so yeah, so again, I'm alone. I've got four. I figured I'd read them to you, tell you guys what I think about them. And of course, feel free to comment below. Let me know what your thoughts are on them. I'll read them out next week in the fan traction. Uh, so number one, Ubisoft is reportedly turning a Assassin's Creed Valhalla DLC into a standalone game. Uh, I don't like stuff like this. I think standalone games should just be standalone games. Uh, I don't. I don't ever like it when a DLC spins off into a standalone game. Mainly because usually the game never lives up to what you want it to be because it's never big enough. It doesn't have as many features. Uh, Far Cry loves to do this stuff where they'll they'll have a main entry and then they'll have this smaller entry that really could have been a DLC. Um, and, and I, I just don't think it ever really works. So, uh, so yeah, we'll have to see, but anybody out there wanting more Valhalla, you're probably going to have to pay for a whole new game. Uh, sticking with Ubisoft, uh, more than five years from its release, it was released in 2016, well, it's announced in 2016, Beyond Good and Evil 2 is only in pre-production. We have received confirmation from Ubisoft that it has not made it out of pre-production, even though we have had no less than three announced trailers for the game. Uh, what are we doing? I mean, I think it's time to shit or get off the pot. Uh, it just is. Uh, same with Skull and Bones, same with anything that you keep telling us is being made, but you're not showing us anything credible. Is there anybody working on this, or are you just trying to keep us interested? It's time to either produce a game or not. Either way, I mean, you need to do something. Like, stop making it or make it at this point. Uh, Scalebound, interestingly enough, is back in the news. This was a game back in the day where it was about, like, it was a very anime-inspired game about, like, a boy who had a mental link with a dragon. Um, and, yeah, it looked really good. It was going to be an Xbox exclusive. Xbox ended up canceling the project to everybody's dismay. Uh, this especially happened when this was before Xbox acquired every studio under the fucking sun. And uh, basically, they were in a drought at that point of exclusives. So Xbox users were really sad and disheartened by this. It was being created by Platinum Games. Now, Platinum Games has come out and said they would like to finish Scalebound. They need to get the okay from Xbox. But they have announced that they would love to finish Scalebound. They're open to finishing Scalebound, but they need to hear from Xbox as to what they want to do because Xbox has the licensing. Uh, and Xbox has not responded. This is very interesting. This game just hasn't gone away. Uh, even when it was canceled back in the day, it has been routinely talked about in the media, uh, in the news, uh, just over and over again. Um, there's just constantly a, like, uh, we want Scalebound or we don't want Scalebound. I mean, it's just never... It's never gone away, and I think that personally, I, and usually I'm not of a mind to say that like a dead game should come back from the grave, but I almost feel like at this point you need to make scale about a thing. There is enough uh, rumblings, there's enough people out there uh, to make it a reality, to make this something that you should invest in. And let's face it, 
Xbox, you got the money. You've shown everybody you got the money. So what's a couple more million to, to finish a game that you kind of promised us years ago? Let's, uh, let's close the loop on Scalebound. So I personally am voting for Xbox to get in touch with Platinum Games and have them finish Scalebound. Get that unfinished thing out there. I'd like to see it, uh, good or bad. Let's just get it done. All right. And then uh, final piece of odds and ends, uh, in an interview, Tom Holland was asked what video game characters he would like, he would consider playing or like to play in the future. Uh, this was in conjunction with the fact that he is playing Nathan Drake in Uncharted, which in my opinion is a terrible casting, but who knows. Uh, in any case, he has said, and this is really exciting, this is why I noted it down, he has said he would be really interested in being part of or playing the main character in a Jack and Daxter movie. Now, I don't know. This is a little bit old school, a little bit more of a deeper cut. This is before Uncharted, Naughty Dog made these platformer, these 3D platformer mascot games for PlayStation called Jack and Daxter. Jack and Daxter, I'm going to tell you guys right now, it's my probably my favorite platformer, my favorite mascot platformer. It is right up there with Sonic. I think Sonic would probably beat it if it hadn't had crap games for the last decade. Uh, it's only three games. Well, it's three games and then like a racing game, but I don't really count the racing game. But the three games are the tightest story. Uh, it, it's a good story. It's uh, good gameplay. The whole, like, they're great. I played these games to 100% completion. Uh, and I would, I, I, I hate to say this because I'm always all for no video game movies, but I, I would see this. I would definitely see this if this happened uh, because I loved Jack and Daxter. I still wait for Jack and Daxter to come back. And as good as Uncharted is, and as much as I enjoy those games, it still depresses me that I don't get more Jack and Daxter because of them. So, uh, all right, well, that's it for odds and ends. I'm going to do plugs. I'm going to get out of here. Sorry I was alone again, and I'm going to probably apologize again. We'll be right back. Horrible Gaming Podcast. All right, so that brings us to the end of the show because I am alone, so I'm not going to talk by myself for an hour and 20 minutes, but we should be back to normal next week. I hope we're back to normal next week. Uh, I do want to say out there, um, since Neil's not here, Halo Infinite Road, we are about to wrap up Season 5, I believe. We're going to go into our final season, which is Season 6, uh, a week after that, and very excited to wrap that up. That's for Neil. Um, and then, of course, I want to just share with you guys that OMGW Season 3 is wrapping up. If you want to season f see a Season 4, you got to let me know. You got to watch the thing, and you got to text me, and you got to let me know. Um, because it's just so much work for not a lot of views right now, and I want to do it. Somebody's got to give me a reason, though. Um, but it's wrapping up season three, so check those out. Last two uh, episodes, I just a ton of work put in, a lot of voice acting, most complicated story and editing I've ever done for the show or, or for this channel in in depth. Uh, other than that, you can check out our, my stream. Uh, right now, I'm doing Sifu, uh, 9:30 p.m. on Tuesday nights called Amateur Hour. Love Sifu. Love it. I'm also streaming it quite a bit on Twitch if you want to check me out there. Lunch stream. I'm still doing Skyrim. You guys love watching that, so I'm going to keep doing that for the time being. And uh, yeah, one final plug. This Wednesday night, 
9.30-ish p.m., doing Firefight again with Neil, a.k.a. Tiny Wizard, and his lovely wife, Kayla. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I love doing Firefight. I love just... It's, it's so much chaotic fun. We're going to stream it. Come hang out with us. Come make fun of us. It'll be a lot of fun. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. All I got for you today... I am, again, sorry I am alone, uh, but let's face it, I'm not the one that should be apologizing for that. <laughs> uh, he's going to be so mad that I just I just basically made him look like the bad guy the entire time. Uh, in any case, uh, as usual, guys, you can reach us on Facebook at OldManGamingDH, on Twitter at OldManGaming9. You can join our Discord. Link's in the description below. You can influence this and all of our shows from there. Uh, we'll be back to normal next week, I promise, or at least I will put together something, whether... I, I don't know, something better than this, but this was the best I could come up with today. Uh, and yeah, I will talk to you guys later. As long as you guys keep watching and listening, we'll keep making them. We'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.